You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Watch that clip about five times. Just because... <laughs> The lazy narrative of last week, sometimes the NFL can get caught in lazy narrative. Oh, here we go. Was the fact that it's Patrick Mahomes' first ever road playoff game, and then I would be on national shows going, well, Super Bowl 55. Oh, come on, Mitch. That's a neutral site. Well, it was. No, that one was not. (laughs) Free tickets given away to people who had been cooped up for four months, and they're spitting fire and bottle rockets. Well, I hope they weren't spitting. Again, it was COVID. COVID. What are they doing (laughs) spitting on people? It's COVID. Hey, boys, I'll guarantee you, they was spitting. Okay. Throwing stuff. So anyway, just in, so like, and he's 139. And that's why, by the way, Mitch missed the Green Bay game earlier this year. It finally got him. (laughs) (laughs) This is actually COVID from that Super Bowl. (laughs) I ordered Paxlovid and the doc team doctor goes, is this from Tampa Bay back in 2020? I said yes. It yep, is. it's that strain. 2020 season. 20, it was. Yep, that's it. That strain. That's what they they sent it to the lab. And no, it was just a over and over and over and over. You heard it. And honestly, I saw Patrick getting on the plane. I go, hey, you just won a road playoff game. He goes, well, it, he goes, you mean uh, I didn't play in that Super Bowl 55? I mean, he it, he was he was infuriated with it. And it was it was a little bit like the Cincinnati Jabroni last year with the Cincinnati Mayor. Oh, Just all the discussion right. about Burrowhead. Would you not? Yeah. I mean, this team gets kind of fueled by that. But wouldn't you look up and go and give it a? I say, well, this will be his first true road game in the divisional round, uh, even though Super Bowl Fifty Five seemingly neutral, but not that year because it was COVID and that was pretty much a whole a home crowd. But he's won thirty nine road games. But you didn't. All you heard was. He's never played a road playoff game. So that's well, where the line came from. Okay. That's where yeah. the line. I was just curious. Because the other thing I was curious about, well, that'll, Mitch. That'll pretty much cover the uh, drive or the flyby. The other thing I was curious Viper. about, and, and for those of you who were just listening and not watching on the video, that was a split screen courtesy of the Chiefs Twitter account where they had the, the kick the play on and, the field. and Mitch's reaction in the booth. Yeah. I'm always, I, I would be one if I were calling a football game on a field goal. To watch the monitor, because you know when you, from the angle you're at, you're totally incumbent on the referee to watch his hands. No, no question. But yeah. but it looked like you were watching the field, right? The monitor was to my right. I actually had Marty Feldman split vision. Nice. And but <laughs> the uh, yeah, that was a trick that I learned uh, from Higgins refereeing. He he'll he can take his eyes and split them. You don't see it. But Mr. Rufferee will see like two things at once. All right. Uh, but then the monitor sometimes is delayed. Now, now Buffalo set us up with like a 12-inch black and white monitor from, I don't know, the Buffalo Braves opening game of the NBA. Wow. So not only did they turn off oh, the hot water in the showers, they gave you a 12-inch black and, and white. no replays. No replays. Like, where are the replays? It's because we have the uh, feed from the stadium, and there's a couple of those, hey, those might be one of be challenged, but... No, nope, we're seeing, you know, we're seeing 
Buffalo Sabres reruns from the eighties. <laughs> like, like I'm like, what is going on here? I mean, boys, we walked into a cauldron. I'm just telling you. I don't know if you've ever walked into some big East arena and they're just waiting for you. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. And that's what we walked into. Now we also told you, I also told you last week that that stadium is OJ Stadium. It's been there since seventy two, seventy three, right? Yeah, the Lake Erie Canal was built, right? And so <laughs> you've got to go through the crowd to get to our location from when I was doing a live show down on the field for a 65 TPT. So go to the worst place it is where Creighton goes to play on the road where they just hate you and walk through the crowd a few times with your Blue Jay Network, you know, jacket on. And, oh, my gosh, these people were. They were they spitting on you? Years for this game. We'll just let your imagination go out. Mm. Hey, Mitch, so along those. Hughes... Oh, sorry. Well, no, if Danon Hughes was with me, and I wish he would have been, he'd have probably been in a fight. Now, you see him as I'm going, you know, apoplectic on that call on the GoPro, which has now got seven zillion views. He's just kind of wrapping up his stuff like, okay, my work's done here because I've eradicated the ghost of his past, uh, which was losing the AFC championship game his rookie year in that very stadium. But it was there was just a lot going on in that game, boys. And another miracle of that game is the Chiefs on offense at 43 plays. They had 47 total, four were kneel downs. They get 27 points in 43 plays. The Bills ran 78 plays to Crazy. 43 Crazy. and lost at home. You'll go a lifetime and not see that. Mitch, kind of along the lines of just the atmosphere, I, I know I've asked you a various or question kind of varying on the idea of like pinching yourself over what you've gotten to cover over the last, you know, half decade after especially, you know, all the misses yep. in the nineties and early two thousands. I wonder now what it's like to have been at center stage for what has turned into the best rivalry in the NFL. Uh, in, in this era with these two quarterbacks. They've played so many times now over the last four seasons. This one now in the playoffs in Buffalo. W- what has that been like for you as a broadcaster? Well, I have. I, t- I might have said this. I don't want to repeat, but I got mad respect, crazy respect for Josh Allen. I think he's a stud. I think he's good for the league. I think he's great for Buffalo. Um, and so you do have, it feels like Manning and Brady. And these the two teams... And these two quarterbacks, you're just like, what are they going to come up with next? And every chapter's different. I mean, if you look at these games that they've played in the postseason, something like crazy different has happened, including this game uh, the other day. So it's, and then we go back to Buffalo next year. So I'll take you two guys along uh, as Hell yeah. body, body armor. Uh, but we're going back there, and the new stadium's not going to be done by then. So they'll can imagine but still it's 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 awesome to see it because you just don't know what new drama will be in the next game well let's take a look ahead now it's chiefs ravens Mm -hmm. afc championship game uh there was an injury in a couple of injuries actually out of the uh, divisional round but willie gay who was in there early and he was supposed to be the spy on josh allen he ends up going down uh i assume uh, that if there's a similar plan for Lamar Jackson. Willie might be that guy as well. What's the status of Willie Gay for this week? Well, too soon to tell. It's going to be, uh, and I'm not trying to play this off. I it is Wednesday. I think yeah. Willie was oh, yeah. going to, yeah, thanks. I, I mean, I didn't know if Willie was going to play. Like, it was, yeah. hey, this is going to be really tight. And he tried to play and didn't have it. But it's also a testimony to the depth of this team. 
because Drew Tranquil, who would be a starter on how many other teams in this league, can fit right in. And you know what? He's a really good spy. So he was great in this game. Uh, uh, Allegretti had to come in for Tooney, trying to block Ed Oliver. And this group we're playing this week, oof, are they, you know, there's something else on defense. Uh, but the guys that we had, Mike Edwards goes down with a concussion. Shamari Connor plays awesome. Dion Bush has to come in in the three safeties. He holds the fort. Uh, and with Allegretti doing what he did in, in replacing Tooney, it was, it's just, again, a testimony to win, win consistently in this league. You obviously have to manage the cap. You have to draft in an astute manner. You've got to build your roster where it's got enough where you're not just relying on one guy at one spot because the chances of that one guy missing time, either critical amount of time or going out at the critical time, can just wreck a season. It's why the Chiefs have been able to win consistently now for over a decade. Mitch, uh, Michael Salfino uh, from The Athletic had a story earlier today about the Chiefs uh, and the explosive plays that they have put together on offense in the postseason. They only average about three and a half uh, plays per game in the regular season of 20-plus yards. In the playoffs, they've already done it 15 times in two games, so seven and a half per. What's changed in that regard? You've kind of narrowed the scope and the targets and found a rhythm. It starts with the triangle that I think I mentioned last week or two weeks ago, that a triangle is really developed here with Kelsey at a point of the triangle, with Pacheco at another point, and the third point being Rashi Rice. Now, when you do that, uh, one, you're taking pressure off Kelsey. They just can't bite and pinch and kick him. And, so, and then the other guys that you target and maybe reduce those targets to try to make them more effective, MBS, two of those catches in that game, Marcos Valdez-Scantling, and... But he makes both those plays. That's two catches for 63 yards. Those were big plays. So I think it's a matter of truncating for others to make them more effective, but living off your triangle. And that triangle in these four, in the four-game winning streak, and they, those guys didn't play in the Charger game, but when the season turned in the Cincinnati game, uh, the triangle has got 830 yards and five touchdowns. If, and the other guys become complimentary. Yeah. If you're going to win on the road in the playoffs, it's always good to pack a running game, and the Chiefs certainly did that. You heard Mitch's call of the game-clinching run. Kansas City really, I I thought, really cranked it up uh, second quarter on. Looking at the Ravens this year, they've allowed 120-plus yards rushing to five of their last seven opponents. Just talking regular season. I'm not counting the Houston game. I'm also not counting the Steelers game because that – that was, you know, with backup players. Yeah, backups. Sure. But granted, Baltimore won four of those five where they allowed 120 yards rushing. But given the success of the Chiefs running game against Buffalo, how confident should Kansas City be that they can churn out another good day on the ground and give, again, Mahomes that safety blanket, which is always nice to have? Yeah, balance is going to be essential here. And, you know, what kind of rhythm can you get in running and passing? And running doesn't mean necessarily you get a 29-yard run on a toss like Pacheco had against the Bills. A win against these guys on a run is five yards. Now, there's some other totals. They've given up some – they've given up more big runs than it feels like they should have. If you look at uh, their – well, 20-plus plays, the last eight games of the season, they gave up 31 20-plus plays. That's 18th in the league. They also allowed 52 10-plus runs. The key is uh, they're really good, and they've got studs at every level. Matabike's been an awesome 
in the interior defensive line. We know their linebackers, Roquan yes. Smith, Patrick Queen, awesome. But it, Kyle Hamilton's like the next safety star of the league. All right, so they got suds all over the field. But you, they've also had their exposure minimized because the offense is controlling the game by running the ball on that end, which is why Buffalo won six straight games. They were reducing the exposure of their defense. Now, the Baltimore defense is great, but they're also helped because they're not out there in an inordinate amount of time. So for the Chiefs to play clean like they did with the 43 snaps, 27 points, only two penalties, no um, false start penalties for the Chiefs. They only had five third down in that, in that game. They were so good, the Chiefs, on first and second down, they were only in third down five times. Crazy. But you can't necessarily replicate that, but you can try. And you're going to have to play that clean because here's your nugget of the afternoon ah. on the Baltimore Ravens of 2023. You ready for this? Yep. Okay, here we go. They've averaged 28 points a game. They are only the third team in NFL history to average at least 25 points on offense, lead the league in scoring defense, lead the league in rushing defense. So think of those three areas. Mm. Best in scoring defense. uh, I'm sorry, lead the league in rushing offensively in 25 points a game. Only three teams have done it. The 72 Dolphins. Perfect season. 85 Bears. Arguably the best team of all to Damn, that's great company. That's pretty good company. And then they're the first team in 54 years to uh, to be the best in the league at scoring defense, sacks, they have 60, and 31 takeaways. And they scored 105 points off the 31 takeaways. There's 60 sacks. Here's what's impressive. 44 have been without a blitz, meaning four-man pressure is getting them 44 sacks, by far the best in the league. That gives you an idea of the defense. Again, though, their exposure is reduced because Lamar Jackson is kind of staying on the field and dictating terms with the Ravens' offense. So do you think Kansas City needs to be more like Buffalo last week? I'm not saying, hey, if you can score 27 points on 42 or 20, yeah, 27 points on 42 plays or whatever it was, that's great. But would it behoove Kansas City to maybe be a little more grinder just because of that fact? Yeah, and they've done that this year. That's the cool thing. Like this triangle I said, uh, like Rice is going to be a chain mover. He's got to be a man buster, but he's also got to be a zone beater. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other guys as well. So moving the chains here, first downs in this game for both teams are like touchdowns. This isn't going to be a 59-56 game. And so your point is very good uh, that the Chiefs have to keep the wheel spinning, but not necessarily they're just – you got to take some shots. You got to do that. You got to stretch them some, but you've got to be really careful when you do that and not do it too much. Remember, bitch, crab cakes and football. That's what Maryland does. Ooh, that's what they do. Yes, and hot route, hot route. Yeah, uh, can you can you quote uh, Wedding Crashers as your end of game line? I did like week? that movie a lot more than the first yeah. Top Gun. Well, I, I like the scene, though, where I want some butts and I want it now. That'll pretty much cover the flyby. Um, that's a good line. But, uh, yeah, I mean, but here's, here's one advantage for the Chiefs. Can I, can I give you this one? If the Chiefs win this game, mm-hmm. this is going to sound weird because the way this has turned out. Do you realize it actually helped the Chiefs to get the three seed if they're not going to get the one? One, it gave them the rest week against the Chargers. 
True. That was paramount. Kelsey got physical rest. Mahomes got mental rest. They could rest their main guys. One. Two, now that they went on the road and slugged it out against a quarterback-centric run kind of team to win that game, they are better suited to win this game against Baltimore than if they would have had home game, home game, and go to Baltimore and try to play this game. because It's like playing Army and Air Force in back-to-back weeks in football. Interesting, There's, yeah, true. Coaches just say, oh, man, I can't, I can't play Army. But because uh, it's so crazy, i got to have a month to prepare. But if you play them back-to-back, it's an advantage. It actually is an advantage for the Chiefs to go on the road and play Buffalo to get ready to go on the road and beat Baltimore. That makes sense? That does make sense. It makes a lot more sense yeah. than someone I know that was trying to convince me that being the five seed in the NFC would have been better than being the one seed. <laughs> No, it was better than being a, th- a three seed is what Whatever. I was saying. By the way, how did that work It out? didn't work out very well. They were the two, and I thought it was going to be great. <laughs> God. Talk amongst yourselves. There Thank you, you Mitch. Mitch, have a great trip to, uh, to Baltimore. Right, Six AFC championships in a row. Can't take that for granted. Incredible. Should be another sure. amazing game. Should be. I mean, it'll be fantastic, and every snap will be so important and ask Higgins next time you have him on or if you talk to him about his ability to split his vision one of the few humans I can do it Andy Reid is one John Higgins is the other well it's it's how they're able to roof two houses at the same time it's an amazing <laughs> tactic that they have it's why they're the rooferees the best one. in the business and not only make one bad call two bad calls at the same time <laughs> your words not ours Mitch you <laughs> stole awesome. that line right out of my playbook Thanks, Mitch. Bye, Mitch. See you, boys. Mitch Holtis brought to you by Hy-Vee, official grocery partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. I, You know, we, we have a whole lot of fun with Chiefs fans in the audience and games being on Peacock and how yep, yep, they're always like, yep. respect me, respect me, yep. respect me. Mm-hmm. I hope that for the non-jerk Chief fans out there, that they appreciate what they are getting to watch right now. These are the good old days. Oh, God, yes. There will be a point in your life where you will be telling your son or daughter about, I got to watch the best quarterback in the league, and he was on my team, and they always won, and I always trusted that they would win. Mm -hmm. Appreciate the hell out of this. Yes. Because one day you're winning Super Bowls, and the next year the New England Patriots. It changes. Because one day you actually will be disrespected. And made fun of a lot. Because you'll be bad. Yeah. So enjoy the hell out of this. By the way, more superlatives about the Ravens. So this is a graphic from NFL Network. Oh, you save it for when Mitch is not on. Well played. Well, I'm just kind of branching off what he said about some of their superlatives. But this is uh, teams that had the most wins in a season versus teams with a winning record. The Ravens had 11 of their wins this year against teams who finished with a winning record. And that's, by the way, counting their game so they added one more, yes. and in theory, if they were to win the whole thing, they would get up to 13. The other three teams, by the way, that's an NFL record. They've already set the record, no matter what happens. The 79 Steelers, who were the last of the uh, great Steeler teams. The 03 and 04 Patriots. So the second and third titles. What do they all have in common? They all won the Super won Bowl. Won the whole dang thing. Yeah, they are the reverse Dolphins of this year. Remember how the Dolphins only had one win against a team with a winning record? That's true. My stupid-ass team. (laughs) That is true. Don't you laugh over there, Peter, a.k.a. Brian Callahan. (laughs) I am the new coach of the Tennessee Titans. Yes, you are. 
All right, coming up next, uh, Ed Cooley's really bad, no fun week. Mm, okay. And it's going to get worse, friends. Oh also, dumb debates. Yes. Get your dumb debates in. We still have room for you. You yes. can send them in to the JTech Construction Zone Twitter feed at USC1620. Use the hashtag dumb debates, please. Or you can dumb debate us in the Equitable Bank inbox. Right. We're at Equitable. We take banking personally, answer the phone on the first ring, and get our hip surgery. <laughs> Well, he did. It's it's an amazing bank. It's an amazing bank. Yeah, it really is. Well, they don't provide the hips. Yeah, I mean, maybe if you ask politely. No, but they can probably help you with a plan if you have to pay off said hip injury. There you go. EquitableOnline.com. Back after this. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.